Some people take the straight path in life. But at Arizona State University, we respect your twists and turns. They make our online students more driven to excel in their professional lives. That's why our personalized suite of services empowers you with innovative resources and staff that sticks with you. Make your next turn with one of our 300-plus programs at ASU, number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Visit us at asuonline.asu.edu to learn more. Coming up on this episode of the Mario Rosenstock podcast. Did you write you ride for Michael O'Leary and Gigginstown? I did, yeah. So did you ever meet him? And I met him, yeah. He's on the line, actually. Say Is hello he? to him. Yeah. Hi, Michael. Well, what are you going to do with the airport? <laughs> Hold on, I have, just, I have just a solution. You've given up riding horses, isn't that right? I have, I have, yeah. Now, if you can ride a horse, you can just as easily fly a plane. <laughs> now, I am short-staffed this weekend. <laughs> will you get your arse in here, right? Get on a Ryanair flight, and I will pay you in vodka baggies and cheese and ham paninis. Are you on for it? On for it, no problem. Good. <laughs> Well, she's fresh off the Dancing with the Stars dance floor, winner's trophy in hand, and has just been unveiled as the new coach on Ireland's fittest family. Nina Carberry is a seriously busy lady right now, so I was both surprised and indeed delighted when she accepted our invitation to join me on Me Humble Owl Irish Podcast. Jesus. Uh, Nina has had a stellar career in horse racing, as you're aware, and is very much in her DNA um, having been born into a famous racing family and then marrying into another racing family, famous racing family, that's Ted Walsh's family. So we talk about her deep love of horses and the sport, her experience on Dancing with the Stars, her competitive and extremely hardworking nature, and tons more besides. The, the rumba is like sexual. You have to get into it. You have to be sexual. And I was like, how am I going to do that, Pascali? He was like, just pretend I'm a dead. I'm like, how am I going to pretend you're dead? Like, you're not. <laughs> Obviously, Ted is my husband. Ted like, is your husband, yeah. So this is what he kept like saying to me, like, just pretend. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so And did you pretend he was dead? Well, you had to, like. Did you? <laughs> Obviously, we don't like it happening either, but it's a part of our sport that is, it's what happens. And uh, to be honest, I don't think they know how much the horses are looked after. I think I'd love to talk to a protester and actually come and work with us and mm. to actually see how well they're looked after. Nina, I'm so, so excited <laughs> about you joining Ireland's Fence family. <laughs> but I'll tell you something, Nina, if you think I'm going to let you win, <laughs> I saw you there. You were savage on that Dancing with the Stars, York. But I'm going to leave nothing out there, Nina. <laughs> I'm going to get stuck into you. My full chat with Nina Carberry coming up very shortly. So everyone is talking about this. Guess what? This catfish GAA story by the two Johnnies. You know the one about the girl who created several different fake social media profiles in order to lure in several well-known GAA players and others, including Johnny B of the two Johnnies. And it's fascinating stuff. They talk about it all on their Two Johnnies podcast. But loads of other podcasters have been talking about it too, including Eamon Dunphy on The Stand. Hello and welcome to The Stand with me, Eamon Dunphy. Now, recently we heard from two well-known podcasters, broadcasters and comedians, the Two Johnnies, who brought us a horrific story involving catfishing. Now, to discuss the phenomenon... I'm joined by one of Ireland's leading social commentators and indeed greatest minds, the great John Giles. Hi, John. Hi, Eamon. John, 
you were telling me earlier yeah. you had some experience of catfishing. Yeah, Eamon, we used to do it all the time when we were kids. We used to love it, Eamon. Sorry, John? Great fun, Eamon. You'd find the catfish down in the daughter, Eamon. Myself and Liam Dunn and Albert Pettigrew. You remember Albert, Eamon, when he was No, there? I do remember Albert, John. He'd know but where what all I... the catfish were, Eamon. Dogfish as well. He'd know where they are as well, Eamon. John, hold You'd on. Get the odd pike as well, Eamon, if you were lucky. and maybe. No, no, feet. John, John, no. John. I'm talking about catfishing. The canal was full of them, Eamon. No, John, catfishing is an internet phenomenon where someone assumes someone else's identity wholesale, including photos and even biographical information. Why would they do that, Eamon? I don't know, John. That's why I was asking you. No, you said you wanted to talk to me about catfishing, Eamon. No, this is catfishing, John, where you assume and take on someone else's avatar. Just one thing, Eamon. Go on, John. What's an avatar? <sighs> Do you know what, John? Yeah. Who cares? I agree, Eamon. <laughs> Brand new and exclusive comedy every week here on the Mario Rosenstock podcast. So let's get to my chat with this week's special guest, the wonderful Nina Carberry. I'd never met her before. This was my first time meeting her. And generally, when you hear a Mario Rosenstock podcast, you hear it from the very moment we basically walk into the room to meet each other. We talk about so many interesting things in this conversation, but we start at the very start. Her childhood love of horses. Horses go back to your entire, the beginning of your life, don't Mm. they? So horses have been around you since as long as you can remember. Yeah, no, like, I think my mum, I don't even remember learning how to ride. So my mum had us up in ponies, like, since we were... Two, one, you know, up in yeah. front of her in ponies. So it was natural progression, I suppose, going, um, doing the pony route and doing all the pony racing. And then my dad was training horses. So he had a horse for me to ride in bumpers and it kind of rolled from there, really. Mm. Like it's, it's been always something in our family, you know. That so what age would you have been when you were in your first race? Anyways. Oh, sorry. We did Anyways. pony racing when we were, I was about 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. So that gave me the buzz and I won it on it. So. <laughs> and that's a proper horse. Yeah. Like they were like pony races, but they had horses in, in yeah. the races. So you, they had particular sizes that were in the races. Yeah. So, but yeah, we were riding horses now, as well. So technically dangerous. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Let's face it, like, like in the I, mo- especially in the modern day, 2022, you know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, don't let him near that horse, my darling. He'll die. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how my mum watched me and all of us, but uh, she did. She had nerves of steel in a way watching us, but she didn't hold us back anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it was just second nature to you, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and then horses were part of your natural environment. Yeah. Is it, is it difficult? Is it, is it, did you love horses from as early as you... Yeah, definitely. I mean? Yeah, definitely had the love for horses. I'd ride my pony out and literally keep him in the garage so mm. I wouldn't have to qua- cross over to the yard to get him. So he'd be there all day. And would you visit him at night and put, uh, pat his nose? I could have done. done. I could <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Were they pets in a oh, way? Oh, they were. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd be so sad if anything happened yeah. to any of them, you yeah. know, so. Uh, and did you ever lose any pony through death or whatever yeah and, just and got old age yeah devastated yeah like I sound like Miriam O'Callaghan it's a party were you devastated <laughs> when the pony died <laughs> what was the pony's name what was your first pony's name Jack Jack yeah and what age did Jack die <laughs> about 35 30, that's very young for a pony <laughs> and what did he like for his famous favourite snack he loved carrots oh my god <laughs> Carrots, that is so sad. I'm crying now. I know. I love your hair, by the way. It's really nice. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you'd be very close to the ponies. Yes, we were. And uh, yeah, we would mind them, have bandages on them and pick out their feet and, you know, all the little chores that kids love to do and oil on their feet and everything. Oil? What's yeah. that about? Hoof oil, kind of no, just keeping know. them nice and shiny. Yeah. No, keep the sh- So it's like... It's yeah, like, yeah, manicure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a manicure for... for <laughs> yeah. It's like a... A manicure for ponies. Is it, yeah. is it do you put little red red polish on? No, them we put black. <laughs> <laughs> and do you shellac or do you, <laughs> No, I didn't quite go for the shellac part because you'd never get it off, but anyway. And you wouldn't put false eyelashes on them or anything, no. No, no. No, <laughs> no we didn't go that far. We did the plats. And and then of course, Nina, apart from being a champion jockey, right? And being and, and being a legendary Irish jockey. Recently, of course, you've you've become well known in Ireland through your association with Dancing with the Stars, mm. and and you won Dancing with the Stars, and uh, but listen to this. I had Mairead Ronan on the podcast at the beginning of Dancing with the Stars, okay. right? Yeah, and um, listen to this for prophetic. Here's what she said to me at the beginning of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Erica's going to be in the final. Okay, Ellen's going to be in the final. Right. And Nina is going to be in the final. Oh, Nina, yeah. Nina's going to yeah, win. Yeah, she's good. I think Nina's going to win. She's good. She's got the Nina, bottle. N- she did um, Ireland's Fittest Family Celeb special and yeah. they, they won, of course. It's the power of, of the... Uh, and and um, when Nina did her rumba, which is the sexiest, dirtiest dance, I was praying every single week on, on Dance with Stars that I didn't get a rumba and I didn't because I just would have been Scarlet Morto, Morto, Scarlet, yeah. right? Anyway, she got it, I think, week two and... Um, I was I, I was I was worried for her because I had seen how much slagging goes on in her family from spending the day with them on Ireland's fittest family. And I was like, oh God, oh poor Nina. Oh, she's never going to live this down. Oh, I'm just, I can't cope. I was nervous for her. I felt sick because it's all like rubbing yourself and you're right. rubbing your yeah. titties and yeah, your, it's yeah, all yeah. this. It's very suggestive. Yes. Yeah. And, but she's a champion. Mm. That's what she is. So that just went out of her head and she yeah, went for it she's really she and then she just got high scores isn't that great oh that is so funny because she's yeah. explaining exactly what it's like it's yeah. mad like the rumba was a big challenge for me like massive it's so weird it's so weird yeah. because here's my honest opinion right and I know I've only met you five minutes but I already feel safe in your company okay right, to slag I'm you off I'm not going to kill you no you're not going to kill me and if you do I'll, I'll just have to go for it but when I saw you I went when I saw you I went okay she's going to be this taciturn kind of monotone horse racing person because a lot of horse racing people are yeah and, and that's not said in a, in, a, in a bad way their horse racing people come across as humble quiet and hard working yeah and I thought that's what you would come across and I go, oh God, how the hell could she possibly get into the rumba? She's going to go, sorry, I opt out. It's really against my personality to do the rumba. And then you just went for it. What was in you that went for it? It was so funny. What was it, in you that went like, for it? I mean, to try and get that out of me. I don't know how Pasquale did it, but uh, he was amazing tutor and teacher and everything, but supporter, what he was through the whole Dance with the Stars. And coming up to the rumba, obviously the quick step is all nice and lovely Athletic. and jolly and, you you know, everything's yeah. nice and smiley. But not so much person, not so much like giving of your inner. No, or, no. Yeah. The, the rumba is like sexual, like you have to get into it. You have to be sexual. And yeah. and I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, my imagine, if somebody, be imagine this. if somebody said to you at the beginning of Dancing with the Stars, are you ready to dance sexy in front of 800,000 people? Exactly. Like, so. So he must have got into, it out of you. Yeah, to get into that frame of mind mm. coming into that that week, he actually got tonsil- tonsillitis. I was like, how am I going to do this now? And I had to do the last three days training with um, another guy who was a choreographer, Ian. And he helped me as well. And But 
obviously Pasquale was really training me like kind of the three weeks previous up to this dance and he was like Nina you have to just go with it like mm -hmm. get feel and I was like how am I going to do that Pasquale he was like just pretend I'm a dead <laughs> I'm like how am I going to pretend you're dead like you're not <laughs> obviously dead is my husband dead like, is your husband yeah so this is what he kept like saying to me like just pretend I was like oh my god this is going to be so and did you pretend he was dead well you had to like did you <laughs> So, so you were dancing with Ted? Yeah, I was dancing with Ted. Oh, like. that's nice. That's lovely. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to buy. Did you tell Ted this? No. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Um, no, but that's basically... Well, I just at least had you didn't say I pretended it was my pony, Jack. No. <laughs> I just had to get Dorothy. into the <laughs> get into the character and mm. just pretend no one was watching. You gave it socks. You gave it socks. And I mean, you really did. And I remember thinking, because I often... I might keep in touch with Mairead during the thing on text, you know? Mm. And I actually remember, because... She, you, she'd know what I'm talking about here but I remember going did you see the back muscles on her <laughs> your back muscles. back muscles your back muscles you had phenomenal back muscles did I yeah, thank you yeah. phenomenal back muscles <laughs> like really good back muscles uh, but my back muscles that other people didn't have okay. and that must have been to do with the right Riding and the and the mm. posture you have to constantly hold mm. for, for, for the years. dancing as well I for the dancing yes yeah because I'm not really like bent over yeah but you, you mustn't have been you must have was it really hard was it really I mean everybody says it's difficult was it tough yeah so hard mm -hmm. it was so hard mentally to get around oh my god I had to go out and perform every week. no but I mean the, the training oh yeah so hard like you're talking eight hours sometimes well to be honest the training wasn't too bad like my body was able for yeah, it you're strong. it was mentally getting around that was what I found the hardest yep. of forgetting steps and then oh my god like I, yep. I've done it before why can't I do it and I'm after forgetting it but then yep. Pascali's like I'm, you're thinking too much I was like why can't why can't I do it and the next thing I'd, I'd skip another step and he, he'd be like what do you do and I was like I don't know and he said you're thinking too much we need to break exactly yeah. and so, would you work hard at it then yeah like we worked like you you personally though you were working hard at it I worked very hard but mm. Pasquale as well because mm. like he had to be there for me every time mm. but there was not many dances I could do on my own as well like at home or anything like okay. maybe the Charleston I could yeah. do the steps on Ted my own Ted wasn't available no. now <laughs> He actually was he helped me with the swivels City, yeah. <laughs> oh, but every dance was was really cool yeah. to learn like Charleston like brilliant dance fun like really got into that yeah. one I, have you continued dancing since no I actually really want to but yeah. I didn't get a chance because I was so busy after with the horses and everything that mm. um, now I'm, I think I'm meeting up with Pasquale next weekend Are so you? I'm really looking forward to that yeah that's nice yeah yeah boy yeah so I think because I read an interesting quote from you and that did catch my eye um, and it was that Tell me if this still resonates with you, but you were saying that whenever I do something in life, I've told myself I need to give it my all. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And is that true? No, definitely. And starting off with Dance with the Stars, I I think my second night I came home crying to Ted going, I don't think I can do this. This is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And he was like, well, you're doing it now. <laughs> I was mm. like, yeah, I'm going to have to like really work really hard, Ted. Are you going to be able for like me not being there you know what I mean mm. so that was hard as well to kind of do you know because I, I every evening I was gone I was working with the horses in the morning heading off doing the training with Pasquale from like four o'clock to ten nine some nights and that was every single night and then I was gone for the whole weekend for practicing as well so but was you a lot. but in fairness I don't think it would be remiss of me to say this that you know the life of horses horse riding you know um, mucking out stables getting up at 4am to ride horses in the 
early dawn. Mm. It's a tough life. Yeah, it is. And it's a thank thankless life sometimes. Yeah. There's no applause. No, no. And it's smelly. It's cold. <laughs> it's outdoors. You're dealing with animals. Mm. It's you need to be driven inwardly to do it or else you'll get found out won't you totally yeah and there's more downs with ups with horses you know especially in racing as well so you're always you're always waiting for you know that thing that's driving you along is a winner coming up you know and uh, yeah with Dancing with the Stars it was just um, yeah I wanted to give it my all because mm. I didn't want any regrets you know what I mean yeah. and I knew if I didn't that's give it really my all that's a really great quality though yeah but uh, but I you know that like I, I've often struggled with this in my life it's a deeper philosophical thing really but it's the idea that it's, it's some people are afraid to give their all yeah on the basis that if they give their all and find out that they only got a B I know I know they go fuck it's better right sometimes yeah to go I got a C you know what if I worked really hard I could have got an A yeah no no oh, see, see your, your face no. dropped when I said that <laughs> see that's the way I used to be okay right and about Not doing a stroke Pardon me? Not doing a stroke. Kind of not doing a stroke, getting a half good result and then going, I could have been an A student. Oh. But a long time, a good, good while ago, I left that behind and I went, listen, go for it. Yeah. Go for everything you do mm. and don't be afraid that what you do won't be the best. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the best. It no. just has to be the best that you can do. Yeah. So I kind of want That's why I picked up that quote Okay yeah No definitely That's the way I approach Dance with the Stars Because you're so open For any type of criticism You know And uh, as Mairead said In that quote Like she was Like you're open To the whole public Of complete humiliation Like of going out In front of everyone And getting But I suppose The fear of that Kind of really drove me as well And I was like I don't want any regrets I don't want to get one chance At this And I'm going to give it my all And that's what I did So yeah. it was great and It worked would, out <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you freely describe yourself As a very competitive person? I would be Once yeah. I get going Yeah So if you're playing Monopoly at home You'll get angsty If you're not winning Ah uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> No but that's I'm not a messing with you Yeah like I don't think I am But then when I'm in People say Jesus your fear is competitive <laughs> Yeah like I don't feel I am at the time But obviously when I get going At something I want to do the best I can And yeah. That's the way that's I approach yes. everything. That's a yes. You're answering me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Um, and then, of course, you're doing. You're joining Ireland's fittest family mm. as a team captain, team banished door, if you like to call it, yeah. or a team captain, right? And that's a new exciting departure for you. Yeah. We we'll talk about that in a minute. But guess what? So da you're going to join Davy Fitz. Davy Fitz. And yeah. have you met him? I have. I've actually been under his coach when I was doing dancing with or not dancing with stars. Uh, Ireland's fittest families. We uh, had our team for the. Katie Walsh Oh the my celebrity band Yeah 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 Ireland's Ruby and uh, brother uh, Their brother-in-law yeah. So it was brilliant We were under Davey so Brilliant Yeah Well you know that Davey Listens to this podcast All the time Does he? Yeah he's actually In his car I think he's driving From Clare <laughs> to I don't know where He's driving From Clare back to Limerick And Clare again So say hello to him Hi Davey Are you ready? <laughs> Nina How's it going? Look at This is Davey Fitz here I'm in the car Hi, I'm listening to the conversation there and Nina I'm so 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 excited <laughs> about you joining Ireland's Fairness Family that's my show that's my show I hope you know it. that's my show <laughs> but I'll tell you something Nina if you think I'm going to 
let you win. <laughs> I saw you there. You were savage. You were a competitor on that uh, Dancing with the Stars, York. But I'm going to leave nothing out there, Nina. I'm going to get stuck into you. <laughs> Hell for fucking letter I am. Okay, okay, David. Can you know? We'd all be friends after it, Sean. Oh, fair enough. See, see, enjoying really the conversation. Now we're enjoying it. There. That's, yeah, that's great. That's thank, brilliant. Thank, thank, thank you very God, much, that, David. Really looking forward to it. That's that is lovely. That yeah. is lovely. So so he's 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 cart of gold, really. Oh, isn't he, he does. He does. He yeah. Kind of, he has passion. Definitely. Yeah. But a lot of passion. Underneath it, I think there's a little. There's a little softy there. There is a little softy. Yeah. 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 So you're looking forward to that. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to get stuck in. The other one I'm fascinated by is as well. You're married to Ted. Ted. And that's who you fantasized about when you were <laughs> dancing with Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted. His name is Ted Walsh. Yeah. Because his father is also the famous Ted Walsh. Well, yeah. more famous Ted Walsh. The mm-hmm. legendary um, jockey and trainer, mm-hmm. Ted Walsh. And Ted, Ted sometimes, I've actually taken the piss out of him a little bit on the radio. Okay. Um, because he used to do the commentary with uh, with your man. Robert. Uh, Robert. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> is Nina there? <laughs> Nina, are hi, you, are hi, you there? Uh, hi, yeah. hi. Um, I kind of do the formal bit. Okay. And then I let, I let the kind of colour. Oh. Up to Ted, yes. and, and it, we, we we employ Ted yeah. to say the politically incorrect stuff, <laughs> and and then Ted gets in the papers, and I disappear. Yeah, you disappear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, but anyway, so I was kind of wondering. It must be fun knowing Ted Walsh. Oh, he's, he's a brilliant. Um, he's such a lovely man, and obviously he's he's so like he 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 puts across. He gets everyone's attention because he says what he he thinks you know what I mean and more or less it's always right that everyone is thinking the same thing but he's the only one that'll come out and say it so yeah like a brilliant um, he's such a brilliant talker as well and everyone just listens to him he's a very great voice and uh, no he's yeah. a brilliant father I always imagine I was I was actually thinking before I did this interview I was thinking so Ted you got married to Ted Walsh which means Ted Walsh is the son of Ted Walsh and I can imagine Ted Walsh senior being at your wedding mm. and he would have been in the church and he, I can imagine him doing his kind of you know the way the horses are going around the parade ring <laughs> when you were coming well there now we have Ted there coming up Ted he's sweating now he's sweating he's sweating up a bit there in the aisle Ted is sweating up <laughs> I hope he performs well this evening I'll tell you Nina should take the stick to him if he doesn't <laughs> no, but anyway <laughs> anyway Ted is there I rode the mother in Turles. <laughs> That's one of his famous lines. Yeah, yeah, but in, right. in this case, it works. <laughs> no, well, it does work. He must have. Maybe not in Turles. Anyway, Ted, there, he's sweating up nicely, and Dina, the arse is sticking out slightly there in the dress, but I'm sure she won't mind. She's looking well there. Would have been fun. Absolutely, Ted. Now shut up and let the priest get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. Um, one of the things that I always find interesting about jockeys is uh, the fucking weight. I know. Right, so Lester used to ride at eight stone. Mm. Maybe even less. And I read a thing about him the other day, just an obituary in the Guardian or whatever. <laughs> and it was like, um, he used to have one boiled egg in the morning and a, and a, and a, sli- a finger of toast. Yeah. And that would be it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I know. mad? Isn't and that I mad? think he used to drink champagne as well to get his weight down as well. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think my dad told me that and uh, he used to have a bit of champagne in the sauna just to That's right, dehydrate champagne. him more. My God. Yeah. So he And they used to drive around in a, in, a, in, a, in a rubber suit and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably, they're probably more up to date with how to lose weight nowadays, but uh, they did it a different way back then. It's fascinating. I wonder, did you have to go through that process of having to maintain a certain weight to ride horses? 
Um, I was quite lucky. I was an amateur, so most of my weights were quite heavy. But mm. there was times when I had to do like nine seven or. I had to do probably my lightest was nine stone and I had to cut off a leg for that. And I would say it was wasting for a week and I never did it again. And when you say wasting for a week, that's eating very little. Nothing, yeah. And and I, to be honest, I would was Would you very, do the sauna? I did the sauna a bit, but I, I was very young and I didn't realise how to do it and I just didn't eat and I didn't drink. And sure, as soon as I took any sip at all of drink, I... Um, put on a pound I was like how did this after happen <laughs> why is that because of liquid fluid yeah the body just the body demolish it yeah, eats up need, the fluid yeah you need to kind of nearly trick your body that you're not wasting so how do you do that you need to keep drinking yeah you need to oh, keep, so drinking. keep drinking water yeah keep drinking yeah whereas so I don't thought, eat and keep drinking yeah you, but eat kind of fruit and stuff that will run through so yeah, quite yeah, quickly yeah yeah absolutely yeah and you have to get a bit clever with that which I had a clue at the my start god yeah like Isn't that that, but nowadays they have loads of nutrition people talking to the, the jockeys and everything they're a lot more up to yeah <laughs> like, oh, it was... I went at it not knowing what to do you isn't know? it fascinating though yeah Jesus Jesus and mm. and and that, that is that is just amazing yeah the sauna was a big help to the jockeys as well when um, you know they'd obviously be trying to trick their bodies that they're not wasting and then have a big sweat then and be okay they'd, they'd do the weight then probably take lose two or three pound before race wow two yeah. or three pounds yeah flipping out yeah that's astonishing. I know, it's mad, yeah. That's their, their life. And then their body probably got used to sweating, so it kind of came easier to them. God almighty. <laughs> and you also, you also uh, rode, did you ride, you ride for, rode for Michael O'Leary and Gigginstown? I did, yeah. So, did you ever meet him? And I met him, yeah. What's he like? Ah, sure, you know, Michael, straight to the point. <laughs> In like, fact, all these racing guys are straight to the yeah, point, aren't they? So uh, Michael O'Leary meeting Ted Walsh, that'd be a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bit of a fucking idiot <laughs> well you're a bit of a, a bit of, you know, cabbage head on you yourself right I like your style I like you as well do you want to go for a pint let's get absolutely sloshed <laughs> yeah obviously I rode plenty of winners for, for Gigginstown and uh, they were great supporters of mine so yeah um, it was a good relationship there mm, good he's on the line actually say Is hello he? to him yeah. hi Michael well what are you going to do with the airport <laughs> hold on I have, just, I have just a solution you've given up riding horses isn't that right? I have, I have, Now, yeah. if you can ride a horse, you can just as easily fly a plane. <laughs> now, I am short-staffed this weekend. <laughs> will you get your arse in here, right? Get on a Ryanair flight, and I will pay you in vodka bani- baggies and cheese and ham paninis. Are you on for it? <laughs> on for it, no problem. Good. Now, shut up and get on with the conversation. <laughs> Jesus, he's quite, um, he's, quite, uh, he's quite rude at times, isn't he? Mm. What's it like, if you can, try and explain to me what, what it's like, the sensation of riding a horse in a race, in a big race, in front of a big crowd and feeling, try and explain to me if you can, the, 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 buzz. the, the sensation, yeah, of, of being on a machine like that. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, I suppose I probably can relate to it with Cheltenham and kind of Aintree and stuff where you get the buzz from the crowd as well and you hear that atmosphere and, I suppose, a, like riding a horse at that speed, I've been probably doing it all my life, but for a person just to jump up, it m- must be terrifying because I actually put Pasquale up on a horse and like I was only at walking pace and he was terrified. Like literally did, mo- did not want to trot. Like I said, you're my grand, I'm, I'm leading you, Pasquale, don't be worrying. Mm. But like didn't, hated not being in control of what was going on, you know, that kind of way. And mm. uh, you're not in control because they can go wherever they want. Do you know what I mean? If they don't want to do what you're telling them to do they can just 
piss off and just mm. go off with you and run into something or do you know what I mean? You yeah. have to bail out. Yeah. So if you don't have that control, you're completely, um, you're at their, do you know what I Mercy. mean? Yeah, you're, you're going to run into something or you're going to have a bad fall. So that's You the, have to let the no- horse know who the boss is. Yeah, in a in a kind of, I suppose, not in a hard way, in a, in a, in a, in a sense that they don't feel nervousness and they know who's in control. You, you know, have to like, have confidence. Yeah. And if they, if you don't have confidence, they feed it straight away and... Gives you a good life lesson, eh, Nina? Yes, it does. So you go into a, a let's say, meet people that you've never met before <laughs> and you go, right, I'm going to show that I know who I'm about <laughs> and I'm going to show that I'm confident. So, th- yeah. th- you know, to calm them down now. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm like a horse now, you see. <laughs> I'm like, I was a nervous horse at the beginning of this interview and now I'm all... <laughs> <laughs> How do you do a horse? Oh, I can do, I can do the old. Yeah. Oh, you did the horse, you? Yeah. yeah. I used to do pigeons when I was young. I used to have bad asthma uh, when I was a child. Did you? And I used to have to stare at the wall uh, and try and regulate my breathing. Oh my God. We didn't have, um, we didn't have. Um, oh, inhalers. Inhalers. And I was Jeez. five and I couldn't breathe. And I used to be able to look at this. Five? I, yeah, I had to crack. There was a crack in the wall I had to stare at to oh try and concentrate God. on breathing. Yeah. And. I used to hear outside and I used to go, I used to hear the pigeons in the trees and I used to go, just copy the pigeon, copy the pigeon. I go. (laughs) I used to just listen to the pigeon doing that all the time just to concentrate on my breathing. Yeah, no, it was terrible. Uh, it was before, like, because I was living in a farm. And did you know when, when it happened, did, did anyone tell you how to help it? We were not really. Um, we were living on a farm, and it was like you know. Sorry, I don't make, want to make it sound as if it was prehistoric. <laughs> uh, I didn't get. I didn't get an inhaler. Right. No, and I just ploughed through it. Um, and then I did loads of sport and built up my chest. Okay, got so out of it. Yeah, you got so, it. So you don't have it anymore. No, Whoa! No, that's mad. No, I came back once when I was nineteen, really badly, and then disappeared really. Oh. Yeah, that's mad. Ah, I yeah. You always but, uh, had it once you had it. No, oh, it's dormant. You always have it. Oh, okay. It's dormant. It's sitting inside your body. So if you're not fit, do you have to keep yourself fit now? Um, no, but my, I built my chest up to to a degree playing sports and everything that I mm. I grew out of it. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, and thankfully it never really came back. All right. So it's great. But I mean, there's thirty percent of people or something are asthmatics. Mm, yeah. You know, Sebastian Co, the the Olympic. Um, double gold winner was an asthmatic right. all these sports people are asthmatics yeah, yeah 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 it just doesn't mean you, do, you don't necessarily suffer from it yeah. it's just there with you it's there yeah. yeah it's in the background but anyway just anyway. so can you I'm not taking the piss here right just, just totally straight down the line okay is horse racing the only sport that a woman is as good and can be as good as a man is uh, yeah there's a lot of equine De- I based suppose sports. show jumping yeah. as well is uh, dressage equal yeah but horses Eventing. yeah more or less that's what else is there I can't well, even think they're not as surfing th- maybe I can't think okay I'm trying to think of well it's an interesting question though isn't it very yeah so for example we can compete equally yeah because if it, you're on the best horse you'll win do you know what I mean yeah but it brings up this interesting point like um, my, my sport is tennis and, yeah. and tennis and rugby but my play, I play tennis and I've always loved tennis so John McEnroe got into trouble years ago a few years ago for saying Serena Williams wouldn't would be beaten by the 800th ranked male tennis player in the world okay bullshit no it's not really no seriously yeah he's about right no he is 
No, I no. wouldn't like to come up against Serena Williams. I know, she's a brilliant tennis player. Yeah. But she would not be able to... But they to... never tried it. Hmm? Didn't they? they never tried it, did they? No, they've never tried it. Why, why, why would they say it then? You just can... You could, you could gauge it. Okay. Yeah, like she would be smashed by the top 100, who are all pretty much the same anyway. Yeah. And there's not much difference between the top 100 and the top 200. No. And then when you get down into the 800, you're just talking about savage animals, like yeah. savage athletic... People. Lads who hit the ball... Absolutely leather ball They're just not as good Quite as good as the upper Yeah and they have some Maybe mental issues About competition and stuff But they hit the ball Off the covers oh, Okay So he was pretty much right Six, no, seven hundred I'm very surprised at that Yeah and obviously Obviously a woman couldn't compete Against a man in rugby Or soccer or anything no, like that Yeah But she could compete In horse racing Yeah um, um, But there is an element Of strength in horse Don't racing Totally Nina. yeah There's totally Like yeah Like there's so many Different horses That Appreciate different riders You know what I mean yes. And not every horse yes. Wants a really strong so, so a horse can feel good With a certain rider Totally yeah mm. And like My brother Paul Was a very sympathetic rider As well And he got the best Out of a horse Probably by barely Be squeezing them Rather than Pushing them If you get what I mean And yeah. that'll be more Of a different approach But like There's no way To say No you should definitely Ride that way You know that kind of way So yeah, yeah There's definitely An element of strength In it And balance And not Unbalancing the horse is probably the most important thing, and I suppose race riding then is probably the biggest thing. Mm. Did you did you miss riding competitively when you finished? Yeah, definitely. Immediately, or did it take a while? No, definitely, I missed it. You know, it was something that I wanted to do because I was wanting to move on in life, and I couldn't be jockey for the rest of my life, and had a little girl at home, and I didn't want to be racing down Patrick and then racing in Cork the next day and be literally saying hello Rosie bye Rosie and you know I wouldn't be home you know that kind of way I wouldn't have seen her and especially during the summer months you just you're racing every day and yeah. it's just you're riding out in the morning and you're gone for the whole day so, so. is that what you yeah is that is, is that the aspect of horse racing that you would have missed missed the least definitely yeah who do you think is the is who do you think is the greatest um, jump jockey that you've seen or um, I'd say my brother-in-law Ruby um, with with my brother Paul. I think my brother Paul was probably the most talented. Yeah. Um, but Ruby was the most probably dedicated, and the two of them for me are probably my inspiration. Yeah, that I mm. would look to like Ruby's dedication and his just I suppose his the way he could um, calculate how a race would be run and everything whereas my brother Paul would just do it naturally it would naturally happen for him you mm. know and uh, he was just a naturally gifted rider and I've always been in awe of him and that's mm. who I've modelled myself on when I was yeah. riding and when you think of naturally gifted rider is that to do with um, I remember uh, somebody describing Stephen Roach right riding a bicycle mm. uh, I don't know anything about cycling but I remember the the, the guys and uh, Sean Kelly and Phil Liggett and all these guys would, would be looking at, at Roach at his peak and they'd be going you know, look at Roach there. Look at him on the bike. Look at him. Look at his cadence. So they'd use this word cadence. And it's his shape oh. on the bike okay. as he pedals. So when he pedals, mm. how efficient is he pedaling oh. in relation to... Some guys, their bodies would be moving a lot. Yeah. Powerful men. Yeah. Moving a lot, though. But they'd be moving... A be, little bit of movement. Yeah. And him, all you can see is the bottom of his legs going. Right. And everything else is stiff and oh. still and things. So it's to do with cadence. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is, is talent as a horse rider, your ability to be able to make your body fit around the horse? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You have it in one. Um, yeah, Ruby was much more um, a jockey that rode with his leg. He rode with a long, 
a long long leg around the horse and mm. really stylish in that way and my brother Paul was completely different he r- would ride quite short like a flat jockey mm. and be the same but uh, riding shorter so mm. yeah completely different style the two of them but um, definitely both had the effect yeah 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 and what about this the phenomenon of, of women jockeys I know it's mad isn't it right you yeah and then Rachel and Katie yeah and, and Katie yeah Lisa O'Neill came along as well how wonderful it. unbelievable like because there was a big break from Joanna Morgan and Anne Ferris who'd won Anne Ferris who'd won the Irish National as well from like eight, 84 till okay. till our time myself Katie and all the girls that came at around that time and Katie Cathy Gannon as well who was apprentice champion apprentice back then as well so it was really weird that we all came at the one time but it was Isn't brilliant it? did yeah. you know that we were coming at the same time when yeah. we weren't in the way room on our own <laughs> so would you be cheering on those other girls when they're riding oh definitely yeah. like, so if you're in front of the television in a grand national and mm. Rachel's there you go go on Rachel <laughs> yeah. go on Rachel shut up Ted <laughs> definitely stop dancing Ted go on Rachel <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Scream, screaming and roaring. Yeah, be yeah. mad for her to win. So is there a good esprit de corps co- camaraderie between people in racing? Yeah, like, go, obviously. Fuck him. <laughs> they're stables. <laughs> obviously, you'd like the underdogs always to win. You know what I mean? You'd always be rooting for people that don't get the success that much. And uh, yeah, and yeah, definitely be rooting for your certain favourites as well. Mm. Another call coming in. Well, yeah, Brian Redmond. No way. Say hello. Hi, Brian. Yeah, really, really enjoying the conversation. Uh, but can I just say, Nina, your your sentences? Can you just elongate your sentences very, very slightly there? Okay. Your sentences were a bit short in the last couple of answers. Right. You were very good at the beginning. Okay. Just keep your answers nice and long. Okay. You see, you can look into his eyes. <laughs> you can see he's looking for longer answers. Okay. And I'm not giving it. <laughs> no, no, just just lengthen your answers ever so slightly. Okay. But I think you're playing a blinder. Thanks, Brian. Thanks a million. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. Did this when grabbing Dancing with the Stars, doing something, dancing a sexy rumba? Yeah. Um, then doing Ireland's fittest families and being you know going to be captain art you obviously decided that I'm going whatever I do now in life I'm going to give it my all so knowing people like I do like you you don't stop there people like you don't stop there they just <laughs> give them an inch and they take a mile right okay. so I'm just kind of going do you have any you're such a young woman um, do you have any ambitions um, that you can tell me about that you'd like to do oh my god like a like a complete fairy tale one yeah okay off uh, the planet like off the planet no as, as in as, just give it to me Okay, so I, I said to Ted last year, so I'm a massive fan of Yellowstone. Do you know the Yellowstone series that yeah. Kevin Costner's in? No. You don't? I know Yellowstone Park. No, no. This is like a... Oh, shit. A <laughs> this isn't Yogi Bear stuff, no. no. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> no, so Kevin Costner, like, stars in this Yellowstone series. and No, I don't know it. I know all, Kevin Costner. It's all to do, like, Western thing. And I would yeah. love to be, like, a cowgirl or a cow... Like, love to be in that. But that'd be my dream. Oh, like, sorry, you yeah. would love to be in a drama. Yeah, yeah as a yeah. cowgirl. Like, so I'm a massive fan of this and Taylor Sheridan, yeah. who's the director and that, whatever. But why but that? I don't know. I'm just still be, I'm completely obsessed by. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. You might be obsessed by things, and you're just watching. You're just totally. I'm totally obsessed by it. Like, and I'd love. It's a part of horses I've never actually tried. You know that kind of. Um, getting in the cows and you know rounding them up and it's just a complete natural thing that I've never actually but are you talking about acting 
Well, like, I'd like to be in it, but, like, I'd just love to see... I'd actually probably love to see how it's all done. Mm. Do you know that kind of way? I'm just really interested. Because they do it so well, and I'm so... Or you could be... I admire them for doing it. What about if somebody said to you, you could be a stunt performer in it? Because you could be a great rider in it, and then you could double for one of the... the... Totally. Yeah. I'd jump on it. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it mad? That's my dream. You'd love to be in Yellowstone. (laughs) Yeah. But sure, you have to have dreams. You don't want to be a TD or anything, no? No, 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 no. Not going for that one. <laughs> and do you want to do anything further in racing? Do you want to be a trainer? Oh, no. Well, like, I am a trainer at okay, the minute. Sorry, a restricted sorry, trainer. I didn't know that. What so, does that mean? So, um, just have a few horses. I'm, I'm yeah. for myself. Any so winners? I've had one last year Ooh, in the yeah. car, so delighted with myself. What was the prize money? Um, I think I got 12 grand. Jeepers. And yeah. when you get the 12 grand, is that for you? It's for the, yeah. So or the, the owner gets it? Yeah, so I was the owner as well. Oh, you were the owner, so yeah. you get the money. Yeah, yeah. Then it's, it's very expensive, though, isn't it? It's so expensive. So yeah. basically, it's a that money like just kind of kept her in training Absolutely. until now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So myself and uh, Ted were we were chatting the other night, and there was a race for in Royal Ascot. Now she's not by no means like a world a, a superstar, but she's going to run in Ascot now. So this your is, horse. Yeah. Oh wow. So we're we're like. So will that mean Ted gets to wear the big hat? Yeah, and I get and to, wear get to wear the big the dress, and yeah. So anyway, hang so out it's with a bit the of fun. We've never ever gone with anything like this before, so it's something new. Yeah, you'll, you'll meet um, Colleen and uh, uh, Colleen Rooney <laughs> yeah. and all the, all the gang. Stephen Gerrard, they'll yeah. all be there. Yeah. Wayne Rooney. I know. And all yeah. them. Um, I, I have to ask you one or two um, touchy questions. Oh, Not okay. about n- nothing personal. No problem. Um, but I do have to ask you. And, and, uh, right, and, I drink and, my water first. Yeah, you can drink it as much as you want. But I, because actually I do, I'm not just asking them for the crack. Okay. I am asking them genuinely, right? So um, you, you love horses. Mm-hmm. You do love horses. What do you think about people who protest about at the Grand Nationals about a horse breaking his leg and dying or several horses breaking their legs? How do you feel about that whole thing? Yeah, obviously, we don't like it happening either, but it's a part of our sport that is obviously not inviting or anything like that, but it's it's what happens. And uh, I, to be honest, I don't think they know how much the horses are looked after you know and I'd say I think I'd love to talk to a protester and actually come and work with us and Mm. to actually see how well they're looked after and obviously when something like that happens it's it's not nice for anyone Mm. you know and not just particularly the out public it's not nice for the owner it's not nice for the trainer and obviously the girl or boy that looking after them the groom or the jockey so yeah it's it's just one of those things that I'd love um person that doesn't like racing to, to come and yeah, actually to come and see yeah and fly see, on the wall yeah exactly and how much we put into the the whole game and mm. um yeah it's just one of those things christy moore is on the line say hello well christy how are you how are you doing nina and listen i was listening to the conversation but i heard that you enjoyed my performance there on the late late show mm. was that right i thought you were great great and were you watching it alone or with the kids or <laughs> What, what was going on? Were you watching it with Ted? <laughs> I was watching it with Ted, Were you yeah. dancing away? Did you dance the rumba to my uh, little song? Not quite, no. I didn't no. think it was rumba style, but... I uh, think I could write an old rumba. Could you? Yeah, do you think I should get do Christy the sexy, the yeah. sexy album? Yeah, no, sexy definitely. That'd Christy. be cool, yeah. Sort of, you know, like, my hips don't lie, my <laughs> hips don't... Shakira meets yeah. Christy, you know? I think that'd be good. I think I could do that. Uh, thanks, Christy. That was lovely. Anyway, Nina, listen, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Thank, thank you, you very for, much. I really enjoyed talking to you. I hope it was okay for you. Oh, really nice. And I thank did. you for being so open. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got there in the end. We did. With, with a bit of redness. H- home and hosed. Yeah. <laughs> home and hosed. <laughs> 
First past the post. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And my thanks to Nina Carberry for um, uh, being a sport and getting involved and taking a bit of a slagging as well. And I really enjoyed chatting to Nina and I hope to meet her again sometime. Um, I can't wait to see her on Ireland's Fittest Family. It should be great fun with Davy Fitz, etc. Should be great competition there. Thanks to you for listening, of course. If you do anything, please tell one other person about this podcast if you enjoyed it. Just one other person. Just say, have you heard about the Mario Rosenstock podcast? That would be great. Take it easy. Take it handy. Uh, and I'll see you same time, same place next week. <laughs>